Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hateful light, that isn't going to get you anywhere. Uh, all right, in a couple of seconds, we're going to talk to Jason Muse. Muse. He is from uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. Has he done anything else? Yes. He was in Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Which was directed by? Silent Bob, right? Kevin Smith. Yeah. I have a, that's going to be my first question for him. Okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. If you have a character like this that you can keep uh, doing over and over again and it makes you money and a good living, do as much as you can with it. I find the team of Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes together to be fantastic. Sure. Uh, not just in the uh, Jay and Silent Bob characters, but when they do their live stage show and the whole deal. They have great chemistry together. Uh, and and he's just such a fun, wise ass, and Kevin Smith's such a smart, uh, slow, like fast and slow talker together is is wonderful. But anyway, uh, they're coming to town on November fourteenth, where they will show the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie here in Tampa, and you'll be able to, uh, I guess, do a Q and A with them afterwards. Yes, Gio. Oh, sorry, Gio. Morning, Mike. There you go. Yeah, he just directed his first movie. Jason did. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's based, like, on his struggle through Hollywood. Like, it's kind of based on himself. Is it comedy or is it... Uh, well, let's uh, ask him. Why yeah. am I asking you? Yeah. Jason, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Gio is just telling us that you're now... You're directing your own movie? I did. I did. I directed my own movie. It'll be out uh, August 2nd. It's coming out very soon. And it is based on me. I heard you guys... Sorry, it's sort of based on me, but like an, an alternate universe. Everyone plays themselves, but sort of an alternate universe version, like an Earth 12 of themselves. Because it, it was, it's it's sort of about me and how, in you know, in the beginning of my career, like people only saw me as the slapsticky stoner guy. And so I didn't get a whole lot of offers and or offers for auditions even for other characters. It was always the stoner or funny guy, slapsticky, you know. So it sort of starts with that, and it's a comedy drama, if you will. So there's some, you know, there's some crazy hijinks and, and some darkness to it, but it's, it's, it's overall, it's a comedy drama. Okay, that's good enough for me. You've sold. You sold me on it. Uh, Jason Muse. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'll, I'll explain the whole situation here. I'm a fan a long time. I tell Kevin all the time, uh, when uh, Clerks first came out, I had to travel to uh, the Angelica Theater to go see it because I couldn't find it anywhere. And I've been a longtime fan, and uh, Kevin's been real good to us. In fact, and I don't—I doubt you'll remember this because you, I'm sure, had a lot going on. But Kevin invited us to be uh, background guys in the movie, so my guys drove to New Orleans, and they were there for that big uh, 17-hour Chronicon shoot. And I don't know if we made the final cut, but we were there. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, we met a, a bunch of. It, Kevin's really awesome. I uh, like that. Honestly, he he's really uh, you know he loves putting people uh, you know people who he enjoys talking to or hanging with, even if it's brief. Um, putting him in the movies, like over the years, every movie I feel like you know whether it be he loves to put the crew in there. Um, you know, if we meet someone. At a restaurant, he's there every day, and they're super nice and stuff. They'll say, "Hey, why don't you come down and, you know, be an extra in the movie or whatever." So it, it's 
I don't know. He's really awesome. Like he, that, he's so. he's a genuine sweet guy, and it, every time we have him on, it makes me even happier for his success. Now, my question for you, and this really isn't for you, but as much if you can help me out with like the peripheral guys, like every every movie that Kevin does that involves Jay and Silent Bob is clearly going to put you guys at the forefront. But what are the other guys? Like the Dantes of the world and those guys, what do they do in between Kevin Smith movies? Like, do they just sit by the phone, or do they all have like real jobs that they hope they don't have to go back to? No. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, is uh, I believe, and and don't quote me on this, Jeff Anderson. Like, I don't really speak to him or anything, but I do know that he wound up buying. Like, I know last time when we were trying to get Clerks Three done. Um, he had opened up a tiling business, like, I guess, rare um, marble-type tile or something that I guess is doing really well. <laughs> Excuse me. And he, he bought a house, like, in the mountains, and, like, literally where he wakes up and there's bears in his front yard. <laughs> and him and his wife, like, no, <laughs> it is, it's interesting. But, yeah, he doesn't want to act as, in, or do anything like that. As far as I know, he's running this tiling business. Um, it's very successful. Um, and he lives in the woods with his wife and all that. Now, for Brian, I do see Brian here and there because they like to, every once in a while, put together at these comic conventions, they'll put together, like, uh, a clerk's sort of reunion or, or signing. Um, so I had just seen Brian not too long ago, even before San Diego Comic Con. But Brian, I know it does, like, a bunch of theater by his, in New Jersey where he lives. Right. Um he also has done, like, an independent movie. I know he uh, does comic book conventions. So, no, I don't think either one of them <laughs> are sitting by the phone. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, again, I don't know exactly everything they're doing. But I know Brian keeps busy. It seems like when I talk to him, he usually has a couple new things. He's also in my movie. It was awesome. He flew out to London, and he, and he was in the movie. He plays Brian O'Halloran. Again, again, uh, alternate version of himself, <laughs> where he where he wrote a script that uh, everyone's talking about in Hollywood. It's going to be, you know, like they're talking about it winning Oscars and stuff, and I want to play the lead in it. Um, and even my friend Brian O'Halloran, I'm like, Brian, like, put me in the lead. And he's like, uh, I don't think you could play a leading man, you know. And then, like, I go on a killing spree, and it's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're talking to Jason Muse. Jason, are you rich? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, no, no, I love it, though. People do say that to me, and it's like, I like to give this this example, man. Um, you know, clerk, I'll just even give you the first, uh, I don't know, maybe five movies in my head. All right. First movie was Clerks, which was independent. Think about this. So uh, I was 19. I was putting roofs on houses, which, you know, I made about. $400 a week cash. But anyway, I did Clerks, went back to work afterwards. I didn't get paid until Kevin sold the movie. Then he was able to throw everyone a little bit of money, which was, if I remember correctly, it was maybe like three grand. Wow. Uh, then we did Mallrats. It was it was 17 grand because it was my first studio movie, and I got Scale, which is like this, you know. <laughs> um, and that was about 17 grand after taxes and such. It was probably about eight grand. Um, then Chasing Amy, I was only in one scene. So after taxes and stuff, I made about seven grand. So right there, you figure, like, what are we looking at? We're looking at fifteen, maybe about seventeen thousand dollars in the span of 
um, was it Clerks Bar after chasing Amy was maybe five, like five years or four years even. Let's say it was four years that uh, I made about fourteen grand what? from the movies. Then Dogma is where they finally gave me a little bit of a step up. I think I made fifty grand after taxes. You're looking at about whatever. Let's say even forty. You, so, might, you might want to start doing marble with the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so anyway, that's why I try to give people. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Those that was many years ago. Um, over the years, we've done podcasts and I've done other indie movies and all that. And, and I'm not saying that things are really good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying it's like funny. I'll go back home. They'll be like my friends. Like maybe I'll run into them. They'll be like, dude, I can't believe you're back home, man. You've done like ten movies, bro. You must. How many houses do you own? How many cars? I'm like, own oh, one house, <laughs> one car, bro. That's it. <laughs> uh, this is Jason Muse. I, I, I am a genuine fan. I Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was one of those movies that made me laugh through the whole goddamn movie. So I am really looking forward to this Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. Now the reboot Roadshow, uh, uh, they're going to do the film, and these guys will be down here, both Kevin and Jason. Uh, that's going to be at the Tampa Theater on November fourteenth. And I, I think that's one of the things that makes you guys so successful is that the fans have such access to you guys and all these years, especially Kevin, all the years of success that he's had, still the sweetest guy. Neither one of you ever dicks. Yeah, it's, it's uh, again, him and I both realize, like, look, everyone that comes out to see us, uh, you know, there's been people who've been coming out for 20 years to, like, see shows if we're close to them and, and, like, that, too, watches the movies. That, too, um, you know, keeps the movies going, the podcast going and all that. And I definitely realize that. And, again, it's been so surreal to me. It's like I do my own show now, too, called Jay Muse and His Amusing Stories. It's like stand-up comedy, and I've been doing a lot of the improvs and uh, comedy clubs and stuff all over the place, different cities and such. Um, but, I, but I always say, like, it's, when I'm up there by myself, it's been 20-something years. It's so surreal to me. Still, that people, you know, two, three, four hundred people come out and sit and listen to me talk about, you know, uh, me doing the talk or, you know, I tell stories about me and my friends, this happening and that happening or me and my wife having, you know, uh, a nice one minute cuddle session, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you, you know, so, I, everybody has stories and stuff. everybody has those guys that they went to high school with. That always had those two guys that were best friends, and either one was tall and the other one was short, or one was skinny and the other one was fat. But they were always so loyal to each other. So everybody kind of relates to the two of you guys as friends. And I love to hear you guys talking together, and I love you telling stories about everything. And then, and then when you see these movies, you see the experiences that happen in each one of them, and you know there's just going to be endless amounts of stories. So I love that you're still doing this. I love that uh, we'll get a chance to see it in Tampa. Jason Muse and Kevin Smith. They're going to be at the Jay and Silent Bob uh, Reboot Roadshow and, uh, of course, in the new movie. And then, Jay, what is your new movie, The Madness in the Method? Yeah, Madness in the Method. It comes out August 2nd. And they're at Reboot Roadshow. I believe you can go to RebootRoadshow.com, get tickets. Um, there's some uh, VIP tickets and stuff. There's, but, yeah, my show, my movie that I directed comes out August 2nd as well. And I'm not sure right now they're... Um, but you'll be able to, you'll be able to find it, uh, VOD in all these different places. So, uh, check it out. Yeah. And I'm excited to come out there and, and see you guys. Hopefully you can come to the show. Yeah. Listen, I know you guys are going to be busy and you're going to get burnt out from doing these, but uh, Kevin 
comes in here when he comes in and he like takes over the whole show. I let him host because he's such a nerd for radio. He loves to host. And I go, come in here and you can do the show and I'll just co-host with you. But you should come with him when he, when you guys are in town. A hundred percent, man. If, uh, I would love to, I, but I, it is funny. I love it's uh, It's always interesting to me watching him go on shows because I know that usually uh, most people that come into a radio or talk show, whatever it is, that the the host commands the show. And it's like, it's funny watching Kevin go into a show because the host will ask a question and then Kevin will talk for 20 minutes. Right. He's a dream, he's a dream <laughs> guest. He really is. <laughs> All right, dude, I'm happy uh, you guys are still making these movies. I'm happy that you're doing your own movie. And we look forward to seeing you guys here in November. Perfect. See you then, man. Have a good one. All right, Jay. Take it easy. There you go. Jason Muse. Jay and Silent Bob's Reboot Road. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.